I'm not very good at taking my own advice, it turns out. I got a little bit stale. Man, what, why am I not there? I'm frustrated with myself. That's ultimately what it is. I'm not annoyed at them. It's nothing to do with them. I, I think we're at a point with, with the showdown now where we're not far away from making it really big. I don't, I don't know where I fit in at the moment. That's, that's kind of my problem. And as someone that's been there before, I knew that the thing that got me out was to keep going. And so, I, so I've kind of got the blueprint of, well, I'm going to keep going then. Hello all and welcome back to the Scouting Centre. I'm your host, Mr. Diz TV, and my guest today is one of the top football manager content creators who currently sits on over 109,000 subscribers on YouTube on his main channel. He's the visionary behind the team that built something from scratch and now hosts one of the premier events on Twitch in the Football Manager Streamer Showdown. On YouTube, he's just finished his Derby Strikerless save. He competes in the network game over on Twitch with Work Space, Lelujo and Zealand. He's the co-host on 20 Good Minutes with Zealand, and so much more. But let's talk about him. He always has time for others to offer his guidance, his support, his help. He's always there to speak to. He's been doing this full time for so many years that he knows all the ins and outs of the content creation game. I've described him previously as the head of the table, a content colleague, but now I call him a friend. He is the first ever three-time guest on the Scouting Centre. It is, of course, Dr. Benji. Ben, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I like that the fact that you've, you've extended each interview. I get an extra 33%, it feels like now, <laughs> on the introduction. So for the next one, I'm expecting, like, again, another section, another 30 seconds is probably. <laughs> wait, so, until, um... wait until your 10th one. When That's all That's all the Scouting Centre is. Your introduction, no, very... and then see you later. <laughs> It is very kind. I watch, I watch all. You know this because yeah. you don't tweet me them anymore. Um, but I watch all of these, and some people say do say some very nice things about me. So now I feel obliged. I've got to say nice things about other people. So that's tough for me. It's very tough. Well, but no, thank you for having me back on. It's. Uh, it's I'm sure. You know what? I think four hours is probably the minimum we can do today. So let's <laughs> see if we can crank that out. Hopefully, there's enough memory in my PC. But I just want to mention <laughs> that you said it already. So many people say nice things about you. I want you to be aware. At no point. Are you part of the question? So people go out of their way to say nice things about you. Well, How does blimey. that make you feel? Yeah, it ruins my credibility. I'm supposed <laughs> to be like this villain that everyone despises. So when people say nice things, I'm a little bit like, oh, okay. I didn't realize people noticed that side. <laughs> uh, no, it's very, it's very humbling. Like RDF said some lovely things. Buster Net more recently said some, said some really nice things. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to be recognised for doing some good things rather than just saying things on Twitter that people don't agree with. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm not going to come on and go. I wish they'd stop saying nice things about me because yeah, whoever's after me, carry that on. Like by all means, I'm, yeah, I enjoy it. I, I, I just looked up. I was there. Who is after you? And I realised they can actually say nice things about you as well. So they do know you. So that'd be pretty cool okay, as well. Good. <laughs> but you know, you mentioned Twitter. And there seems to be this thing where people really go for you. And we're going straight into this, Ben. So, you know, <laughs> no, no warm-up questions. But literally, Twitter. So, I feel like people are willing to go for you more readily than other people. And I feel like that's because they can't differentiate between Ben, the, the human being, and Dr. Benji, the character. Is that causing some frustration? I, it's probably... like I'm, I've had a lot of reflection time recently. And I think it's probably my own fault right because i don't know which version of me they're coming for and so twitter me is generally just like regular person me because why wouldn't it be it's all the as in, as in that's me all the time so i'm not always looking for like 
some banterous back and forth all the time, right? Like sometimes I just want to have a conversation about something. Twitter is the best and worst place for that, I find. Um, I, I, I think it's funny, right? You say people come for me. I feel like that's just social media now. I feel like people go for everyone over the most like minute thing. Everyone wants to be like people think it about me, I'm sure. But it's it really is. I really don't care as much as people think like there's this desire to be right and to be correct and make and win right everyone wants to win twitter when there's when there's just loads of losers on twitter including me and you it's like there's no there's no there's no real winners i don't know i, I don't the twitter the twitter generally like the conversation around twitter is becoming more and more diluted because you have to pick a side now so the conversation is like there's no middle ground to be found there's no rationale like people don't want to have conversations again they just they, people just want to win the conversation and i find myself like engaging i'm not saying i'm like i'm not someone that does that as well i, I involve myself in that and i halfway through i just start posting gifts i'm like i'm kind of so done with this bit now it's so tiresome like so people's attitude to me i think if it's i think my reputation in the community is pretty good like and I, I only really care about like what my peers think of me if someone random tweets me something abusive it's like whatever like mm. you probably don't know me you're probably doing it to get a reaction i'm not going to give you it most of the time um unless i think i can be funny then i might i might whip it back a bit um but generally i just i just hope people understand and not just me i think this applies to not just content creators but people generally like some people just want to live a happy life without the stresses of being abused on twitter so if everyone was just a bit more rational and a bit a little bit calmer and took things like i mean there's there's different times to be serious and to be playful and knowing like where that line is i feel like that line is so blurred on twitter that one person thinks they're having some fun and the other person takes it too seriously and then it's and then the roles immediately switch right mm. then someone's like well i think you've been a bit harsh there all right mate don't you get so defensive and then you sort of go oh yeah sorry mate. i'm really bothered it's like oh no look at you now you've rattled it's like well hang on we've just got roles <laughs> what's just what's just happened <laughs> so uh, in summary, if you've got a Twitter account, you probably have to keep it now. But if you haven't got Twitter, don't rush to make an account. <laughs> you're not you're not missing out on much. No, but it goes to so I think an example of that is uh, an example of them taking it a bit too far sometimes is when you don't do well in streamer showdowns or when you get knocked out. Whenever you get knocked out, right? So you go all the way to the final and get knocked out. You get knocked out in the elimination game. No matter what, people start saying bottle job, right? But then, but then they seem to kind of transfer that over onto Twitter, and they seem to transfer that onto anything else you're talking about. That must yeah. be. That's where it gets a bit too much, doesn't it? Like again, I'm not. I'm not naive enough to think it's not self-inflicted. Like I big, I big up the character on Twitter, so I can't then be like, oh, you can't, you can't tell me I'm rubbish at the game on Twitter. I sort of have a rule, really. If you want to insert, and, and I sort of play with this myself with other creators, because I don't think it matters really. Like. You want to in, like when I go for Kev, it's, a lot of it is based around his ability to draft or compete in streamer showdowns. I don't go for like his personal life all the time. I don't go for that element of it. I can a little bit because we're friends outside of like the, the showdown and network games and stuff. But like, it's not the area I go to. So if people want to criticize how good or bad I am at Football Manager, I genuinely don't care about that bit. <laughs> like it, do it doesn't really matter. I'm still gonna like ham up the character in the showdowns a little bit because it's just more fun. Like having multifaceted like villains within showdowns is, I feel like, quite an important aspect of why people tune in, whether people agree or not. That's up to them. Um, so I don't really mind doing that. But equally, like, again, I can't then be upset if people tweet me 
that sort of stuff. That's kind of fine. Like, but it, it's when you're arguing about like if Liverpool should sign Darwin Nunes, it's like yeah, you've not want to show down. It's like this is irrelevant. <laughs> like, why, why is why has this come up? So on that side of it, that's a bit annoying. But ultimately, most of the most of the criticism I get on Twitter, I feel like, is just fans of other people that think they've got the same lines as the creator they support. Mm when that's probably not true but again like i'm i'd like to think i'm probably smart enough to realize that's what it is and then they don't actually hate me because they probably like most people i i don't want you this most people i hate i just don't interact with so <laughs> so i think people that interact with me probably want a bit of a reaction probably want some some interaction in some way so yeah you take you have to take it quite lightly yeah th that's when the mute button comes in really handy isn't it when like people oh, they unfollow <laughs> the fact you can make people yeah. unfollow you it's great <laughs> It's like when I said, I said, I, was like, I might not be in the next showdown. Some guy's like, great, can't wait. I'm thinking, you follow me. What do you mean? Oh, great. Like, you you love this. So, yeah, great. So I just tweet those people. You're my biggest fan, aren't you? Like, you're just waiting for me to say I won't be in something. It, uh, it reminds me of Sean Rassap, who, who the, wrestling, uh, the wrestling journalist, who basically anytime somebody criticizes him, he literally screenshots their username and follows you. Yeah. And he just screenshots it. Because ultimately, why are you following somebody just to criticize? It seems like that's the world that we're living in. Yeah, I think, well, you can be a fan, like, I'm a fan of certain content creators and I might, like, so if, if I quote tweet someone, it's probably because I follow them. Like, rarely will I quote tweet someone I don't follow. And if I, have a dis if I have a disapproving view of something they've said or I disagree with what they say and it's a conversational point, then maybe I'll do it. Like, it probably happens around football more than anything else. I'll do it to Gary Lineker, for example. Um, whereas, yeah, again, as long as it doesn't get personal, like, really personal, then I, every, everything's all right, really. And you've talked about it getting personal. Now, recently, I think you have been having a really tough time, haven't you? Since Football Manager 2022 was released, unfortunately, since then, you seem to have developed this like seven-month on and off sickness that's kind of affected your performance in Football <laughs> that, Manager. Yeah. That's affected your content, which has obviously affected your mood. How frustrating has this FM22 cycle been for you? Uh, it's probably the worst start possible. I thought I had a bad start a few years ago, but this like, somehow I beat it. Like, it, was hard, it was hard to beat it. Um, yeah, it's funny. We were playing. We were playing. Uh, I think we were playing Valorant, the FPS game Valorant, like late night on like the Wednesday or something um, before the beta dropped. And we were playing at like I don't know, like one in the morning or something. And I'm just we're just playing like a round of Valorant, and I can just feel my throat start to feel like you know when you've had like an you got an allergy to something. Yeah. But like that's so why I've had that feeling, and I was like, I'm getting a sore throat. And at the time, I get a sore throat, so I was like, oh. It's definitely a sore throat and i knew that the bait was going to come out like in the next couple of days i wasn't certain on exactly when as was sort of proven later that week um but i wasn't sure exactly when so then i'm just thinking right i'll try and combat it i'll say i'll do i'll beat them all in one honey hot water everything you can think of to try and get rid of it soothes everything and um wasn't working but what's a little bit like stemmed it so i slowed it down probably rather than stopped it um it, then the next day came around and i felt really bad and it got to six o'clock at night and i thought there's no way they release it after this. So I get into bed. I'm about to doze off. My phone pings six times in a minute. I'm like, oh, no, what's this? It's telling me, like, oh, it's, it's going to be announced at 8 o'clock. I'm like, you are joking. So I roll back out of bed. Uh, after I didn't sleep the night before, really. I was so tired. I was like, I rolled into my desk. I was like, right, episode one, Manchester City. Get that recorded. Stream for two hours. Right, done. There we go. And... um yeah, then didn't upload. Then I uploaded like six episodes of that series in the first three weeks of the game launch. And anyone that does content knows that the game launch can make or break your your whole year sometimes. Um, 
and it broke mine really um knowing i was gonna do glory hunter man i was like i was a little bit confident i was a bit more confident than i would have been maybe about how it would do but i knew from that moment when i had that sore throat playing valorant of all games a game i don't even like really um <laughs> I'm a CSGO guy. Uh, yeah, I just knew in that moment I was in big trouble for the rest of the year. But then, yeah, basically just having having a two-year-old or like a one-year-old um, go to nursery, pick up all his illnesses and come and give them to me has proven to be a real exciting roller coaster of emotions. He's not too bad right now, actually. I mean, touch wood, right? He's not too bad. Um, but he's at nursery right now. So who knows what he's collecting for me to, to enjoy the next few weeks. It's going to be exciting. But I think my immune system is... I don't really go outside, this because of the sort of job I do. I don't really interact with other people. I don't really go outside. So he's building up my immune system <laughs> just by bringing different things home. Which is, yeah, so I've, not, I've been all right for the last few months. So, again, we'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it was a difficult start to what has then been uh, a tricky year. Because from there, you then went to Glory Hunter, wasn't it, over on YouTube? Yeah. And that, you obviously had expectations for that based on the previous Glory Hunter that you did, which was a massive hit, massive success. You know, people made, people identify you and the Glory Hunter together. But I feel like close to the end, or not the end, sorry, close to when you were making decisions as to how it goes forward, it wasn't fulfilling what you expected. No, I, it's it's funny because I the first time around it went really well. People really liked it, and the story of it was really good. And the clubs I chose were really good as well. And going into a glory hunter, you like you genuinely anyone that's played it, you genuinely don't know which path you're going to get and how it's going to go. Um, and because of the success of the first one, I started into Milan in, in the first one I did, and it sort of naturally went quite well. And I went to excuse me, I went to AC Milan this time, and found myself just getting it a bit easy it was quite difficult at the start of milan but then i went to bayern and then you go to liverpool and like that's two of the top teams in their divisions and the challenge just feels far less like you're not battling as much you're not having basically you're not having to try as hard mm. so you become a little bit apathetic to the gameplay because it's kind of like well this can't go badly because of the, the personnel that i have i've also got massive resource to bring in players and change things around. And like part of the first Glory Hunter, I had a lot of struggle. I went to Germany and failed quite badly. And I was sort of forced to go places. Whereas this kind of this time around, it was like, I've got some great options here. And I think ultimately viewers just felt like, I want to see him in pain. Like I want to mm. see him struggle. I want him to, I want it to be more of a challenge. I, like, I think people tend to think I'm at my best when I'm up against it a little bit. Um, and that, that's probably true to some degree, but it's interesting that when you do too well in a series called Glory Hunter, people go, less glory, please. Less, this is not what we've... We know what's supposed to happen, but we didn't think it would be like this. Um, and of course, there's a, I should always mention these people. There are thousands of people who watch that series that love it regardless of what the journey's like. There's lots of people that understand that that could happen and that they, they still love it for that. But what I found was, like, people would just call it boring all the time. And if you're making something and like you get so like you see the odd comment and you can you can bat off the odd comment but then when one comment gets like a hundred likes you're like okay that's, that's not one person finding it boring you also have to account for the people that are no longer watching it at a certain point and it's like okay they, they did the smart thing or the, i say the smart thing the thing that hurts my head less if they just stop watching but as a creator i'm still gonna think oh they're not enjoying this as much and that was sort of the vibe i was getting and, and ultimately, it makes me enjoy it less. There's, there's, no, there's no worse feeling than recording a video, editing, editing it together, and as it's uploading, thinking, 
someone's going to call this boring. Like, even though you don't think it's boring, like, again, having your opinion on your own content and backing it is kind of crucial, I think, to doing this as a full-time career anyway. But when you kind of are anticipating a bad reaction, it does affect you recording the thing that you're doing. Like, you want... you. I, no one makes anything hoping people don't enjoy it. I want, I want, I make stuff hoping people love it and want to see more of it and come back and and all these things. So that was difficult to deal with as well. And I'm someone that I actually think like goes into the Twitter stuff as well. Like I, I, people won't agree with, well, some people won't agree with this, and many will. That I take criticism pretty well. People that do online content get it from all sides generally and ignore 99% of the things that are said and then everyone sees the one time you snap or get annoyed or or whatever but generally speaking I'm pretty good at ignoring everything but on this occasion when you put in so much time into something when you're having to play through so much football manager every night and it was time like, I can't I can't lie it's time that I'm sitting in my at my desk like doing stuff where I could be like spending it with Doug and Ellie or doing something or going somewhere and, and like they'd, they'd go out and I'd go oh, I gotta play through this I can't go and then you get a comment three hours later or like 10 comments three hours later of going, oh, I'm not really enjoying this. You should move clubs. You should do the things I can't really do in the context of the series. So that's difficult to deal with and not something that infuses me to like want to do it more and more. So it got to a point in the series. It was like, right, the best thing I can do here is start afresh. Why have you quit YouTube? Why? What? Oh, what? We were, this was unexpected. Why have, you, why, why have you quit? I can't. After all these years, you got 200,000. Why have you quit? I haven't quit. They're going to be disappointed that Glory Hunter isn't continuing on YouTube because it is continuing on Twitch. Twitch, because I was streaming quite a lot of the time and that sort of made more sense. My window's open, by the way, because it's bloody hot. So if you hear any outside noises, I can only apologise. Um, so yeah, all, all, all these things of, of hoping that wherever I did next would be successful. But ultimately, not. I didn't know. Like, I wasn't sure what would happen next. And with Glory Hunter, it's just sort of petered out a little bit. Like, again, my desire to play it and stream hasn't been there recently. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit. Um... And the Derby stuff started off quite well. And then again, interest sort of waned a little bit. And then then that's the point where I'm like, okay, this is nothing to do with like what the series is or me. This is just, there's just a theme here of I'm not giving this everything. And I, and I got to the point with Derby, I was like, I'll put a timer on it. So I know where the end point is, which is always like quite handy in a series. And then I'll figure out kind of what's next. You mentioned your interest waning. How does that affect your content then? I just think it gets worse. I think in the same way that that would be the case with anything, I think if you're a songwriter and suddenly you've got no interest in writing songs, suddenly the songs aren't as good, that like you're not as interested in the behind the scenes of what makes it good to begin with. And that was the position I found myself in. And I'm a big believer, and I've said this for many years, that if you're not enjoying the content, you cannot expect other people to care about it. You have to back what you're doing. And I wasn't, I didn't really back what I was doing. And I'm, I was really disappointed with how the City series ended and I'm really disappointed with how Glory Hunter ended and I'm really disappointed with how Derby's ended and I'm like pretty happy with how some of the Do It Better stuff has, has gone. But aside from that, like my YouTube journey this year has just been one that I'm not very proud of. So there had to be a point where I stepped back and assessed that. Again, I feel like you've got to be your own biggest critic with this as well. I'm trying to, I'm trying to apply all the things that I have probably said in previous like scouting centers i've said like you've got to be your biggest critic you've got to know when to like when to push your content further you've got to know when to change the change the style of what you're doing you've got to try and adapt with the times and i feel i feel like i don't know how long that's the scary but i don't really know how long i haven't been doing the things i say you can do like you said at the start right i've i know every facet of content creation and that's probably true but i'm in, in i'm sure lots of people like this i'm not very good at taking my own advice it turns out 
and I I I got a little bit stale, and I and I. I had a conversation. We're getting a bit deep into this now. I feel like this, but I had a conversation recently with sort of a former manager reached out to me, and just asked how I was doing. So I tweeted the other day that I was going through um, a difficult time, and he was just like offering a hand. And I just, I sort of opened up to him a little bit, and I was like, "No one's done this as long as me. Like they obviously work on the game for twenty years, but that's their thing. They get paid to do going to work and, and make a video game. Rather, they're not playing for a manager." And it sounds like when you say it out loud, it sounds so worries me. It's so like the first world problems of so you play football manager for a job and now you're crying about it. It's like, well, it's not that. Like play, the playing a football manager bit is still quite fun, but all the other bits that go into it, and again, being a content creator and influencer and playing a game which has got like to a degree has got like limited pathways for what you can do within football manager. Done it for seven years. Like I was I, I talked about it on stream a little bit. That like Kev's done this for like four or five years it was a few years after me Zeeland's done it for a couple of years Jack's done it full-time for a couple of years and I think there's a big difference in doing it part-time or full-time he put full-time hours in but he was like he had so much else going on at the same time that it still felt like a hobby to him I think mm. but when it becomes everything I'm having to learn things about being a football and this is the key bit being a football manager content creator and it's very it's very defined within that because obviously people have done content creation for years. My, myself, I've been looking at it and playing with it for 15 years. But doing just this, like I'm, I'm having to find things out about doing this that no one's got to yet. Like no one's aware of necessarily how that feels to be doing it for the extended period of time and to watch people come and go and to watch people come and overtake you at the same time. Like, which is, I can't lie, it's difficult. Like it's not because I dislike uh, Z or Kev or Jack or anything. But, I, but I've said, I've probably said on the Scouting Center before, I want to be the best one. Mm. I want to be the top one. And the fact that I'm so far away from being the top one right now, it feels a little bit unachievable, is my fault. And that, and it feels like if I just taken a few more risks here, if I just tried this, and they deserve the credit, don't get me wrong. Like Z's done amazing things with the way he does his content. Like he's, Z, Z is, Z's a YouTuber. Mm. Like it's, it, which is, sounds really weird to say it in that fashion but there's been there's doing youtube videos and there's being a youtuber and and zealand is a youtuber in the same way that kev is a youtuber and jack is a youtuber but and i've sort of i'm not a youtuber at the moment which is, is sort of my conclusion right now the content i'm making and the way i feel about it i'm just i'm a football manager personality and that's something that that's not, I've not phrased it like that before, actually, until now. But that's, that's that's kind of how I feel. That I'm someone who is connected to Football Manager, but he's not that proud of his content, mm -hmm. if I'm honest about it. And that's like, I could, I, I'll just be honest with you, I could cry saying it. Like, that hurts me knowing I've put so much time. Like, I can move here, look. I don't know if you can see this behind. Is it? Is it still there? There's this, There's that thing there. You can't quite see that, obviously, because you can't see it live. Yeah. But it's just behind my microphone. That is my YouTube plaque. And it's in the box and it's behind me it's not on the wall it's not like in, in, a, in a really nice place in the house i've got I, I don't feel like i deserve to have it up that's so sad isn't it yeah. how depressing is that that like and it's been behind me it's been there since we moved in which is mad it's mad because i just... remember how proud you were of it as well when you achieved it when you when you yeah. went from nine 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 to a hundred thousand a hundred k video I, I cried i was so emotional about it i felt so i was so excited to do my 100k video and then i got the pack a few weeks later and i was just like 
I feel like I do about it now. I feel like I earn it, but I'm not like I don't. I've not. I'm not earning it right now. Like I'll put it up when I feel like I deserve to have it somewhere. And people will think that's silly and like I don't know. I should grow up probably. <laughs> but I, I, I just that's how I feel about it. I don't want to. I don't want to get credit for something if it's like I did this thing. It's like for years. I, and I did snap out of it eventually. I used to have like my football trophies from when I was like 16, like just around. They're in the loft now. That was different me. And I feel like with the YouTube plat thing, it's like, I'll put that up when I deserve to have it showcased. And right now I just don't feel like I deserve. I know it's, it's I don't know, it makes me feel very emotional. I can't lie. I just feel like, it, I feel like a guy that just does FM stuff. And I'm not that proud of it. And I wish I, so I'm not going to come back until I'm proud of it. Is how is on is how I feel right now. Because you did mention at the end of your last video, you mentioned that you don't know what the future holds. It's usually at this point in a series where I tell you what's next, and I've been debating throughout this video and throughout the last week on telling you if I'm going to tell you what's next, um, and I am going to tell you at risk of knowing what happens if I say this. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm hoping is. I see you again. So until then, whenever that is, thank you for watching. Got very serious, didn't it? See you soon. You don't know when you'll be back. Is that mm. what you're saying now? You, there's going to be a period of self-reflection, a period of of self-discovery, so <sighs> to speak, before you then decide to create YouTube content again. Yeah. I, I, I've got ideas of what I want to do. I don't want to do things I've never done before. And I think doing the stuff I've done previous to now, I've, I feel like that element, it's the, it's the whole Jay from the Inbetweeners thing. I've completed it, mate. Hmm. I've, do, I've done every like every sort of journey you can do. I've done big clubs. I've done small clubs. I've done European journeymen's. I've done glory hunter things where you go around different leagues. Like, yeah, I've not done like Japan yet or, whatever, or like Australia. But in terms of doing and showing people, that's the big thing of doing like showing people football manager content in a storytelling way. It's not that I'm out of ideas. There's definitely things I could still do, but I just feel like I've got nothing, like I've got nothing left to give there. I can't, I'm not going to bring you anything you've not seen me do before in that, in that environment. And the stuff that people want me to do, the sketches and the funny bits, I, that's, that's in, that's in that box with the plaque. And that's not, that's not what I want to do right now. And I'm still trying to figure out, like there's different elements of what I want to do. Again, we'll probably talk about it, but like, I wish it was more clear. I wish, I wish I, I wish I knew. Like people, people keep saying to me like, what's up? What's the problem? And my response is kind of, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. So although we're doing this now and I'm trying to like, I'm using this as therapy Diz. Uh, <laughs> you don't, you don't charge enough. I'm trying to talk through it a little bit. And I did it on stream, but I tried to, I was just trying to be quite vague. Cause I was like, Talk about this too deep, but I'm definitely going to cry. And that's not what I need. Um, I need to try and find a little bit of clarity with it. So I don't know if people watching this. I don't I don't think <laughs> I watch a lot of interviews with people, I watch a lot of content that people do, and it's pretty rare you'll see someone do what I'm doing right now because it's quite scary, to be honest. I don't want this to come back and bite me in a year's time, three years' time someone to tell me that I'm like not good it's some people will because they'll get a rise they'll, they'll think that that's like them winning again it's the, that case of like oh if that person's losing I must be winning 
but I just feel like I need to find out what I want to be and do. And right now I don't, the path is pretty foggy. I was going to say, so like you are top four YouTuber in football manager. You are top two in Twitch only behind Zealand. Do you feel though that your place is kind of lost? Because no, no, that's the, that's the wrong way. That's the wrong way of phrasing it. Because I still think, for most people, and I think Zealand wants to be this. I like it though. I like because I, that's classic him, really. I still think I'm the name attached to Football Manager. Mm. For now, I still think when people talk about it, or if content creators will discuss it amongst themselves, and an FM comes up. I'm sure Zealand's tutorial videos get recommended, but I'm still sort of the guy when it comes to that. Like I'm sort of I'm because I'm through the years of doing this and again it's it comes with longevity really i'm so well connected <laughs> like it's funny i know so many people in so many different spaces and so many different elements of youtube some of which are obvious like fifa and football content some of which aren't but i just know people from like years ago that do different things um and that's and that's something i've like i'm really proud of and i'm really proud of the friendships and the connections i've got with people of doing like podcasts with people years and years and years ago or meeting up with them decades ago like it's that's that's, that's cool to me but um so i still think i've got that going for me and again like the, like we said we said it a little bit before people talk about me occasionally on the on, on these podcasts so um Sorry, I know you don't like them to describe this podcast. See, no. I, I'm <laughs> uh, so I, I, told you, I told you I'll watch. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, I, I think, excuse me, I'm choking up here. Uh, I think I've still got, I, st I think I've still got like some weight in what I think and say about things. And I definitely think, and what's maybe more important to me actually, is I have it with Football Manager. And I think everyone in the con in the community probably would, would acknowledge that I have the best connection with them. I'm, I am, I <laughs> am, I don't know if they'll like me saying this. I'm kind of the community manager. Yeah. <laughs> so football manager. I've, I've said for years there needs to be a community manager. And last year I was like, it's me, isn't it? Like, I realized that I kind of am the guy that if there's a problem or someone has an issue, like Ziad obviously has an issue with football manager because he called them liars. Um, <laughs> but, and and I, I, I'm sort of like the conduit between a little bit at that point, like trying to say, look, this is maybe how we should approach this. So I do get it on some level. Um, and I don't mind the role. And obviously with the showdown, that role is heightened a little bit. And there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. I'm, I've, I imagine you've got a line of questions about the showdown. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's funny. I, I wish, I, 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 said it, I said it a moment ago, it's all quite foggy and I wish I had more answers to like, if I feel like I deserve it. To some people, this will feel really silly. I didn't, but, I, but ultimately, and again, maybe, I don't know if I should say this or not, like I'm quite insecure about it if that's not obvious <laughs> but so I, yeah i think talking about it's probably a good thing um and I, this isn't a conversation i'm not had with other people occasionally about it but i'm feeling it right now and i'm fe i'm feeling like i think i think probably some people would describe it as imposter syndrome i've never looked up the definition but i imagine it's pretty similar and when you've got a family to look at then it then it boils back into everything else doesn't it it's like that's all that's like 50 percent of it it sounds like that's the whole thing but then that boils into the fact that when people say have a break, it's like, I can't have a break because I've got to put food on the table for Ellie and Doug. We've got to live it. We've got to, I've, I've got to try and help them thrive and be the best versions of themselves. But I've sort of done that at the expense of me a little bit more recently. And 
they wouldn't mind me saying that like it's not like i'm saying like they they've had it and i haven't had it but i think i need to care about myself a bit more and love me a bit more and i and to some people will go have you seen his tweets <laughs> pretty obvious that's already the case but again that's that's it's not a facade but it's the best like twitter and instagram and youtube and twitch try you try and make those the best versions of yourself mm. i think and i don't feel like people have had the best version of me for ages which is shitty isn't it which is mad though because so many people always say positive things about you and not say <laughs> none of them is prompted i'm not saying give us five minutes on ben literally <laughs> conversation comes around and your name comes up and it will always be positive and this is what i always say i wish people knew you like i knew you you've been nothing but supportive to me you've been nothing but caring you've always made time if i needed it and i know you've done that with countless other individuals so it's it's really tough to see you in this predicament. Do, do you also think that maybe getting to 100,000 was probably an achievement ticked off, but maybe one of the worst things that could have happened to you? Because it was a goal met. What's next? Mm. We, talk, we talked about it before. I think we talked about it in the last scouting center. Mm. I think you clipped up my quote because it was good. You said, yeah. uh, I said, like, I went to, I went to, well, it's when I went to, I mean, who had 37 minutes on New York, um, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I said when I went to New York, I sat in Central Park the first time I went, and I was like, I've done it. This is what I wanted. I wanted to be engaged to LA. I wanted to do it in New York. I wanted to be here. And then I had to go back to get over it, which was like bizarre. And with this, I remember when I first started the channel, I remember like, it's a weird, I don't know why I had the number in my head. It might be connected to my old YouTube channel, but I always wanted to get to 30,000 people i don't i don't know why i wanted to get to thirty thousand subscribers i always thought get to thirty thousand subscribers i'd be pretty happy and then I, once you get to like 50 75 is a bit of a target but there's 100 in it people want the plaque and i sort of got like i was a bit obsessed with it i was like man because I, I wanted i've done youtube i said it in my video i've done youtube for like since 2005 2006 and i wanted i wanted to know that i'd done it if that makes sense yes there's loads of videos but if someone came around my house, it's so funny, like stupid plaque. I wanted to be able to go, yeah, that's what I've done. That's cool, isn't it? And they would just go, whatever. But I'd be like, yeah, that's why. That's why I, I wanted. To, I wanted to have something to remember me doing it for. And I kind of got that. I'd love a million one. They're cool. They're gold. I think. <laughs> That'd be sick. But again, I'd, I'd probably have to do something different. Probably have to do ASMR to do that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> did it? Hit, I, I don't know if it stopped me or hindered me. I think it was just the combination of things. I think this, the year was just bad for me. It just wasn't a good year for me. And and while a lot of that self-inflicted, like I'm, I think I'm adult, adult enough to say I was a bit unlucky. <laughs> like it wasn't a lot of it wasn't my fault. There was things I wanted to do and things I wanted to try that I just couldn't. I couldn't get myself motivated to do, or maybe I just wasn't well enough on the day that I wanted to do it. And like the podcast was even got hindered by that a little bit. One thing I have been available for is the bloody network game. Zealand and Kevin have got a lot to answer for. I'm always around for that. I always make Thursdays are free. Um, but yeah, I think I, it should have motivated me more, shouldn't it really? I think it should have been like, right, that's done next. And it, and I think, I think, I think I feel like that, but there's not a lot of evidence. So, mm, yeah. we talked about you comparing yourself with other YouTubers. So, Jack, Lelujo, Zealand. Has that been 
demotivating for you because they're going through periods where they're at their absolute best. And as a friend, you're happy for them. <laughs> but as a content creator, as a business person, you're like, I want a bit of that. And it's not happening. Yeah. I want to lie and be like, I really wanted to lie then. Mm. I can't lie. I, want, I wanted to be like, nah, if, we all, if one of us grows, we all grow. That's true, but I wish I was at the top. I wish I was the one leading it. In the same way that I'm I'm proud of the way the showdown is, right? I'm proud that that leads with the way we do it. And I think a lot of people, and again, it sounds really stupid, like I, like because a lot of people would consider me like the leader of the football manager group. Mm. Like I get I get that. Like there's a reason you call me the head of the table, tongue in cheek as it is. Like I have positioned myself like that. Yeah. And I like being vocal and I like being the voice of it. And I like that when a football manager have something they want to say to the community, they sort of come to me first and we talk about it and decide what the next step is regarding that conversation. I love, I, I love, I love having that. I love the responsibility. I, I love being a captain when I played football. It's that sort of thing. It's that idea of like, I want to look after people and, um, I make sure that we're like, every, I, I'm a big, like, it's funny because the showdown probably hasn't got this reputation, but I like to be fair with people. Mm. I, I don't just, I'm not the sort of person these days in my life where I just go, it's like this. That's the end of it. No more discussion. It's like we might get to that point, but there'll have been a lot of dialogue or a lot of conversation before we get there. We've had situations in the showdown where that's happened. I'm sure you can yeah. you can attest. And um when I see those boys thrive, I've got like there is a massive more of me thinks this is great. I'm so pleased for them. Like I, I think it's I think it's I think it's sick. I love I love watching them do well. But there is I can't say there isn't a side of me that goes man what why am i not there i'm frustrated myself that's ultimately what it is i'm not annoyed at them it's nothing to do with them it's, it's my issue it's my feeling um yeah it's, it's an accumulation of lots of things sorry i keep pausing for thought which is as an interviewer it's difficult because you don't know if i've stopped sorry i realize that it's no it's fine annoying. you carry on ben you express yourself how you want to express yourself yeah yeah I'll tell you what, Tony and Tony and the guys are thinking, this is full bunch of therapy stuff. This why are we doing it on <laughs> the scouting center? Um they've started recently doing content creation journeys, so that's fine as well. <laughs> yeah, it's about time, about time. Uh I'll let you ask another question. This we'll move on. We'll move no. on. No, but then so you talked about how you can move forward from this and you want to try things going forward. What are those things? Oh. Uh so so ideas I've got in terms of different things. So Showdown is separate. Showdown's very much on one side. I definitely want to be streaming more regularly. I think doing that and having a routine is crucial. Um, I think I, I think I enjoy it the most probably as well, as, as is obvious from this conversation, really. Um, and then, so series-wise, I have got an idea that I think no one's done before that I think I can do really well. Suits my personality, suits my sort of style of content. I think people in the Showdowns will, will say that this is the sort of thing I should be doing is the only way i can describe it without being like too descript is it's like KSI's road to division one and spencer owens wheel of fortune but a football manager version mm -hmm. and i'll and i'll, I'll do you know what this i won't say any more than that because nope. if it doesn't happen people could be only a little bit disappointed <laughs> but um and as i say that will happen when i'm confident enough and ready to go do you know what we're back mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna i'm not so that might be i don't know when that'll be I'm hoping it'll be sooner rather than later, but it's not going to happen until I'm ready to go. This is the thing I think you should watch. This is the thing I'm really proud of. And I'm not going to do it until I'm like mentally at that point And then literally with all the stuff that we need for it at that point, 
Yes, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair on audiences. I think audiences on YouTube generally get taken for granted massively. And I'm not prepared to just be another one of those people that thinks like they're always going to be there because you sh that's not the way you should look at it. You, sh you should hope they'll support you in the moment and enjoy what you're doing, but only if you give them reason to. That that's important to me. You've mentioned about when you're ready and obviously mental health and your health is more important than anything. Have you ever considered doing more in real life stuff content? Like, and I'm going to go back to Zena with this because Zena was quite open about what he's doing and he wants to be the content. Yeah. And he was talking about doing his, his historical uh, and his, sorry, his travel um, vlogs, for yes. instance, going forwards. Yeah. And then he's also talking about his React videos, his Reddit videos. Are these things mm. you've considered doing to move your content forward? Or is this something that's like, <laughs> it's not for me? Only for five years. Yeah. <laughs> but like, again, it just plays into everything else. Um, yeah, I've talked to, I must have talked, I must have been talking to people about doing football content for at least four years. Mm. And here we are. I did some during the Euros that I love doing. And I've sort of decided that, again, hopefully it coincides with everything else. But um, when the new season starts, there's going to be a lot of football content as well because it's just something I enjoy doing. I'm I'm hoping people will enjoy it as well. I think I can get really serious with football. Um, still have fun with it, but at the same time, like be a bit more serious about it, talk about it tactically. Again, did that during the Euros and had great fun doing it. I think people really enjoyed watching those videos as well. I'm conscious of the fact that the football audience on Twitter especially is, is awful, but on YouTube, actually, I read a lot of the comments on YouTube. Like I'm a big fan, a huge fan of James Alcott. I think he's so good so there's quite a, actually lawrence mckenna started doing some really good stuff as well recently and these guys that look at football a bit more retrospectively and with a little bit more of a serious head on it like the redmen tv that are the liverpool uh fan channel oh, they wouldn't like that but yeah they know what i mean yeah. um like they've they they've always looked at football like that and i've always been a fan of the way that they sort of approach it sensibly rather than just like with constant hyperbolic actions um and I'd like, I think there's a mold there that I can kind of fit into and do content in a similar way. But again, do it in a style that hopefully no one's done yet. Um, so, and ultimately, I think a lot of football manager players feel the same. It's the football bit that I play it for. It's not just the manager bit. So I'm, I'm hoping I can turn my hand to it and make a success of that as well. So yeah, real real life football content is there. And obviously, we've got a World Cup really soon because FIFA are morons. So... Um, <laughs> Doing that then, hopefully, again, we'll sort of kickstart it a little bit as well. And I guess we'll, we'll see where we are this time next year. And then that takes me into the summertime. So generally at this time, Football Manager is starting to get a little bit a little bit stale. People are starting to move on from it a little bit. New games, new content. Is that anything you're thinking about doing between now and the next Football Manager cycle? Uh, I might, I might more stream. More so for Twitch, that. sorry. Yeah, more so for yeah, Twitch. I might... I might stream some other games here and there. F1 Manager looks very cool. Like, I'm really curious to see uh, what those guys are doing with it. If people haven't checked it out, definitely Google it. Um, I, uh, yeah, I might stream some City Skylines. I've obviously got a bit of GTA in me somewhere. <laughs> so we might see a return to that at some stage. Yeah, I, I definitely think I'll I'll experiment with a few bits on streams. But I, I definitely think my channel is like a football channel, whether that be FM now or whether it be real-life content stuff. I think where my channel's been... I would say 98% football manager. It's probably going to become 60% football manager or something like that. Maybe maybe even less. I don't know. Again, the word unknown was used in the 60-second thing we did or like what well, the quick question thing we did. So I'm still figuring it out. And then the second channel. Now, 
it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's good to have a second <laughs> channel, right? And I think different people use it for different things, but it's becoming more and more evident that having a second channel is something that is the go-to thing in football manager. So Lelujo's now got one, Zealand's got one, work extra space. Yeah, and he told you he thought they were rubbish. Yeah. Can you believe it? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I don't really see the point. Two weeks later, he's got it. Unbelievable, finally. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I was the first person to do it, like, to have it in that in that way, right? Kevin's obviously got his uh, Kevin Chapman channel. Yeah. Um, and then Z's done like Zealand Live and a few other bits and pieces. I definitely think you should have one, like if you don't want to put your, especially for content you don't think should go on the main channel, but it still deserves to be seen somewhere. Mm. Um, so I feel like that's a good place to do it. And, and I know viewers appreciate having something a bit different. Like so, some of my like hardcore viewers are so fond of like when I played H1Z1 badly for, <laughs> for X amount of time or... Or okay, the GTA roleplay stuff went down really well at the time. That was really good fun. Um, Fall Guys as well. So games that are very different from one another, it feels like. I, I, th- I think there's a place for it. Like Whether I turn a second channel into something completely different, I don't know. Like I, th- I definitely think they're worth having. The most successful channels in the world have got like break-off channels now because they just know that that's the best way to diversify and to reach as many people as possible. For a football manager content creator it's not so much important. It almost is like archiving a little bit of what you've done that you're proud of that you want to make sure it remains because of the way that Twitch operates. So I think that's that's a big part of it too. But if you can give people snapshot like entertainment that they can divul- uh, digest quickly, then I think people are all for that. So there's not many downsides to having one other than the time probably. And then speaking of the time, so speak to Zealand. He has Team Zealand. Do you have a team, Ben? A, a bunch of people <laughs> behind you who can help you, or is this something that you're trying to recruit, or something you're trying to get? I I wish I had as many as he's got. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got a bus full of people at this point. Um, yeah, Harrison, my friend Harrison, has done some editing on the network game videos for me, and did a little bit of the GTA stuff as well. Proudy's always in the background, helping me with different little bits and pieces. Um, Matt and Phonics helped me out over the years with all, all, all sorts of different bits and bobs. My team is the showdown team, really. Like in terms of the, the group that I manage, and unfortunately we can pay not as much as I'd like, but we can pay to help us out showdown on showdown, doing different things. Um, that's sort of yeah my team. And again, because of my connections within the community, I feel like if I was if I was ever in need of one thing, I could go to that person who does that thing and go, please help me with this. <laughs> so. Unfortunate, but yeah, Z's got Z's got an army, man. It's it, it's but it's so cool. Like again, that's that's the future of content creation. He's just he's doing it before he should have done it. If that makes sense, like he was way ahead of, um, way ahead of them really. And yeah, as, as showing what you can do when you've got so many people pulling for the same thing. And yeah, I'm, I'm as much as I said earlier before about him, right? Because he his team is sort of like the what everyone looks at. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking proud of him. Like gen- genuinely, because it's so hard to enter a space and do it in the way that he has and thrive in the way that he has. And he deserves so much credit for the way in which he's gone about it and the effort he puts in and the time he puts in. And like my, my time sort of, I guess we didn't really talk about that. I, I, like showdown wise, we'll probably speak about that separately. But that was a huge factor in my channel, like struggling because I split, I split my time in half basically. So that was the that was the problem. I, I took all the time I spent on my YouTube channel, and I sliced it in half and put half of it into the showdown, which I, which was really meant to benefit lots more people than just me. So hopefully, 
people appreciate that side of it. I don't know why I brought that up, really. Does. Anyway, Z's great, <laughs> was, the th- was the summary. Z's really good. And he's won two showdowns. So, yeah. worth it all. Hello, all. I hope you're enjoying this interview with Dr. Benji. Always forthright, always telling us how it is. Always so open and honest with the Scouting Centre. Can I ask if you're watching this on YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment below. Let me know what your favourite part of the interview is by the end of it. And also let me know who you want on future episodes of the Scouting Centre. Then going forward from that, if you're listening to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, whatever your podcast platform is, please, 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 can you give it that five-star review? That allows me to keep this Scouting Centre content out there. Let's get back to the interview. Yeah, First one since FM20. And I take credit for it. Um, in relation to, so we, yeah, perfect segue into the showdown then. Tell me how you feel the showdown's going, where it's at and where you think it can go. Uh, I wish it was a bit bigger. I can't, I can't lie. I wish we'd done some more things with it. I wish we'd had a few more like sponsors secured at certain points. Um, I think that would have elevated it a little bit more. There's quite a lot going on behind the scenes that will either be ready for the next year or the last couple that we do for this year. Um, I think overall it's been it's been bigger and better. I think people have really enjoyed it. I think there's now there's now showdown fans, if that makes sense. And like, because we were all that, <laughs> like all the people in it were fans of it. But I think we had to convince some people that this is actually something you would enjoy watching on a more regular basis. And now we kind of have those people, which is really cool. That are looking forward to it all the time. It's a bit, it's a big part of their routine every month. Um, so that's really cool. I think we can get to that point with a project. You've 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 gone right. You've got about it the right way. If you can make people care about it as much as the people that are in it and produce it and make it an event care about it, then yeah, that's a, that's a real strong thing. I love the showdown. Showdown Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, the month, the week build up. Yeah, absolutely love it. It's it's one of my favourite times of the Football Manager Month, without a shadow of a doubt. And then good. But then being involved in that, you you kind of alluded to it in relation to your YouTube channel, and this is where I was going to put this in. How much of a how much of a consumption of time is it to look after the showdown? Because it doesn't just happen. You're, you're a visionary. You have ideas. You have to pull everything together. You're the boss, right? And and, and everyone yeah. everyone kind of reports to you. Not reports. Reports is so formal. But everyone comes to you <laughs> with all the ideas. Everyone comes to you. If something's not right, you've got to make sure it's all sorted. So you're not just managing one thing, which is your channel. You're managing multiple facets of the streamer showdown and multiple personalities then as well yeah it's it's a lot of work and there's a bit of dread every like saturday sunday before like before we announce stuff because it's like man i hope everyone's just okay <laughs> and not gonna not gonna care too much about who the lineup is but also care enough that they're excited um it goes without saying and i and like so people often talk about me in the showdown on the scouting center i think you make sure you give Matt the credit as well because anyone involved in the showdown knows and not enough people outside of it are aware still. I don't think, I want everyone to know basically that the work Matt puts in is extraordinary actually. Like it's too much. (laughs) I think we would both agree that he probably works too hard on it. Doesn't get nearly paid enough for what he does on it. Um, yeah, it's, un- it's unbelievable. But he's but he does it because he's proud of it and he wants to continue it. And he and he yeah he, again it's it's a little bit of a, like a legacy thing too. I think at times like you want to leave the community. Like Glory Hunter is one of my things. That it's like even if I start making videos, people still do Glory Hunter next next year. Like it's it's one of those right. So I I think we're at a point with with the showdown now where 
we're not far away from making it really big, but there's certain things that need to happen. Maybe that becomes like with a new game or with some of the things that we start to implement. Um, I, don't, I don't feel like it's a completed project or anything like that. I don't, I don't, we're not, I don't, we're not, I'm not happy with it, if that makes sense. Like I'm, I'm really happy with it, but I'm not happy with it. Like I, I'm not like, this is done now. We can let this live. It's not, it's not like I need to, it's like the Premier League or the f- football are like, we're going to change throw-ins. It's not like we need to do that, but we definitely need to keep making it bigger, making it better. And I, and I love and I love being pushed as well by the other competitions that are going on around the community too, which I think are getting bigger and better too. There's, there's definitely some growth to be had. So talking about the streamer showdown this time, man. So this season we've seen a lot more twists. We've also mm. seen more production value, video intros, video sequences. The footage from Nerdphonic going around everyone's house has been used, obviously. And then, like, it just seems to be getting on a production level to another level. How much more can we get from it whilst we're still in this position where people are doing stuff part-time, if that makes sense? Yeah, it's a big drawback. I can't lie. That's that's the biggest issue we probably have as a bottleneck to like Matt, Matt not being available would be a problem. I mean, not being available would be a problem. But ultimately, if I don't have enough creators that weekend for what we need, we had it recently where we just we didn't put it on. There was lots of mitigating factors, but not having enough people to like put an event on is is enough reason to cancel it. And like we cancelled it too late, in my opinion. I'd rather know earlier. But the, with the way it is, sometimes people just don't know what they're doing. Everyone else has got lives and families and it's summer and there's no COVID. Well, I say no COVID, but comparatively anyway. Um, people are booking holidays selfishly, going away, having fun. Like, how dare they? Um, which is which, which is putting the showdown like in a bit of a bind. Like, I, I've, For the next one coming up, we've got, I think, eight or nine people that just can't make it. Just because when usually half of them would be able to do it and we'd run a showdown quite comfortably. It just means that we have to move things around a little bit and alter positions and maybe have people do different roles. Um, so I'm confident we'll still have one. But yeah, it definitely becomes more difficult to organise because you're just sort of waiting last minute for someone to confirm something rather than having sort of a, a little bit more fluid. And you always want people to be able to step in in case something goes wrong. And I'm like, that's so that's... So we might have like nine people for a showdown, uh, five people for a lowdown, and a couple of guys working in the background, right? So we might have 16, but I always want like 20, 25 at this point, so that we've got people always working on stuff. If people drop out or, or just can't do it or have an issue, then we, we always react to those really well, I think. And that's only because we've got those people in reserve ready to step in who I know are good enough and ready to, to do whatever role they're given. Um, so when you don't have those people, like that's the sort of thing that prevents it. So as much as like the number might be enough to put a showdown on, there's putting it on and there's having a really like having the best one yet. And I'm always trying to do the best one yet rather than just putting one on to put one on. So there'll be times when we just won't do one if it's not like if it's not right for that moment. Um, and I don't like doing it, but I also think that it's better for everyone. I like the worst thing we can do is put on a bad showdown. Mm. Because then, because the because the last one you remember is always the one that is most vivid. So if you put a bad one on, people look forward to the next one less because it's like, well, the last one was crap, wasn't it? Whereas if the last one's still, oh, it was great. Clayton's one, he came back. It was really exciting. How will he get on when he plays a Lujo? How will Holly and Lujo face off when they play each other? Will Ben get smashed to pieces again? Will Jack finally win one? Right? There's all these conversations that exist still. If you do a bad one and it's like, yeah, the production was bad, wasn't it? Yeah, everything seems a little bit off. Then that's the that's the memory they have, and I don't want that. I'd rather people look forward to them every single time so in relation to the showdown i think one of the criticisms 
the showdown got at the start of the year was there wasn't enough diversity. Now we can speak about this openly now because you always said there was a plan. We had these discussions privately. You gave me an open forum, the streamer showdown to talk about that. And since then we've had more diversity, but not for the sake of diversity, but for the sake of people are now ready. It yeah. must feel kind of vindicate for you now that, or some sort of indication now that ultimately you always said, just wait, just be patient, just be patient. And that patience has kind of paid off. Yeah, this was always, <laughs> this was always the plan. I knew that by doing something like the streamer showdown, we would attract more people to stream. And then in a couple of years, I always felt like it would be two years before we could suddenly have a more diverse showdown lineup. But if we didn't get one, it wasn't like, oh man, we haven't got one. What we've actually got now are some really good con content creators that just so happen to represent different backgrounds and different communities. And that's, that's sick like i'd love that that's i love that i love that we've we're in this position now i've had some really candid conversations um with people about it that that feel like they should be represented more and things like this and i'm always open to have those conversations whether it be here on the scouting center i've been in calls for hours with people um talking about it and, and i want to talk about it it's not a conversation i'm shirking or not wanting to be a part of or just going just keep it as nine white guys just keep it as nine white guys like i'd, I'd rather have more representation because i think it makes the composition better frankly like i think it is more enjoyable when that happens that the one that strikes the biggest chord obviously is when we had rdf and we had holly they are both they are both in and someone like someone jokingly sort of went oh they filled the quota for this one it's like no that's not it's not about that they're just representing it because they're great streamers and they deserve to be there and they will bring something and the freshness i think everyone said it post showdown i was the most vocal probably the freshness that those two brought to the showdowns was something we'd not had before. It was like suddenly it was it was so it was so lovely. Yeah. This right Kev was gone. They came in. <laughs> it was a breath of fresh air. I was lovely for I got battered, but I had a lovely weekend. Great stream, lovely draft, and um and and they both performed brilliantly as well. That's what made it cool. That's what made that again. It's that idea of being memorable, right? Everyone remembers RDF won the league and did really well. Everyone's going to remember Holly won, and. But if you'd have asked me three months before that, should we throw him in? Absolutely not. Like neither Holly had been streaming for a couple of months. RDF had been pretty inconsistent with his streaming. And it's the old thing, and it's so boring to hear, but it's so true, is that getting to a point where your content is good enough to be like at a level where it's recognized by other people, it just takes some time. Now, some people will do it quicker than others. Some people will use their background, like Z is a good example of this, someone that used their background in other things to elevate themselves so much quicker. But for some people, they just have to learn the the facets of doing it. And for me, it's 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 largely personality based. It's the conversation we've had the conversation loads, right? And if you've watched the Showdown channel at all, which I recommend to people watching about me and Matt talk about it, the the biggest question really, there's only one question: is can you hack it? Mm. That's basically it. Can you handle being in that environment with the people that are on it without feeling overawed or in your shell or quiet? Um, can you put on a good show? And does your stream look like it belongs? And that's kind of it. Like we can, I could do an hour on what it takes to be in a showdown. But, and, and if you think you can, then let's go. Let's run it. Let's see, let's see, let's see if you're right. And um, we're kind of in that position at the moment where the people we've had in it so far, there's not a single person I regret putting in. It's like, yeah, they've all had merits to why they're there and they've all performed well. And, and it's not just performance in terms of how they did on, on a match day. <laughs> like I care way more about how did their stream feel about it? 
how did other people feel about them like interacting with the group and all sorts the the, the best feeling i get is when a stream that don't watch the showdown regularly necessarily or aren't, aren't big into it tune in for a showdown and go what is this this is great when's this again and that's what i look for so when i go through comment sections of other people or chat boxes or whatever that's what i want to see i want to see people excited about it and we've definitely had that in recent times and again like, i'm sure I'm, you may well ask me about it i think the other competitions are playing a massive part in that as well well that's what i was going to ask you recently wasted possession and the playoffs maza and ali who you know i know quite well and i think you know both of them quite well as well to be fair yeah. they've merged so now we've got a another tournament that is going to be hot on the heels of the showdown let's say but i don't think that's their aim <laughs> that's that, good. That, yeah it should be that should be the aim <laughs> but they, the aim is to become the best tournament out there right good so, i should that should be that should be the goal so how does that affect you though in relation to that because i know i think you've also been advising them to merge <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? I was going to be humble and be like, I don't know what you're talking about this. No, no, um, but I mean, so, so you know, you, you've mentioned it before, basically, that you've thought that if people, mer I think you said it a few months ago, if they merge, that it would probably be a good thing, a better thing for the community, because then people can take a step up. But now there's so many tournaments out there. Probably the second and third tournaments were the playoffs and wasted possession for them to yeah. merge, have that support, have that knowledge that Ali's got and that... And that Mazda's got, I think it's a good thing, right? Uh, yeah, it, it goes back to you asked me before, like, is it difficult when not everyone's doing it full time? I'm lucky that I've got five or six people that do this full time. Mm. I, I, like more often than not, they've got no one doing it full time. So the best way you counteract that is you have six to eight people that work on it regularly, that have a role within doing it and ultimately take responsibility for different aspects of it. But you pull together for the same thing, which is to create a really fun thing to watch and play in, and that and that kind of has to be the goal. I guess now you've brought it up, I can say that yeah, we I had a conversation with them. Um, it started off being a showdown conversation, but it sort of blended in. Mozer and Ali were both there, um, sort of as well as a few other guys that were, were great in the call. Actually, it was a really great call I had for about. I think it lasted about five hours in total, but we sort of we spent about three hours talking about content and tournaments and. I, I wanted the conversation. I was like, let's let's go through some stuff and talk about how you look at it. And I do think there was this attitude a little bit of like, we don't need his help. Like, I don't need to do what he says we should do. And we want to do it our own way. And we don't want to be like the showdown and we're trying to do it differently. And I'm sort of like, why not? Like, there's elements of the showdown you should probably adopt in the same way that there's things I see them do. And I think, yeah, we're nicking that. That's great, Matt. We're going to have a message about that. We're, we're doing that in the future. Um, and I, I don't think there's any negative to that, really. I think they still have their identities. I think they still exist for for the right reasons. Um, I like. I hope they got a lot from the conversation. I hope they felt they, they felt like they came out of it like, okay, right, we learned some things here that we didn't know. I, sh I basically, I don't mind saying, I showed them like how the showdown runs. I showed them everything. I was like, this is how we do it. I'm not saying this is how you should do it. I'm just saying like, just so you understand the elements that go into how much we do outside of just appearing on camera and dicking about for three days. It's so much more than that. And I think, I don't even know why we said, I think they were like, what? <laughs> I can't believe this is going, and it's mostly bats work, right? Like the, the amount that goes in behind the scenes is is insane. Um, and, but the conclusion was that your best bet here is to merge. And it's to have, and, and I think it was a conversation they were already having. I, I, I don't want to take all the credit for it, but I definitely think it helped them go, do you know what? Yeah, maybe 
this is the route for it. And I think as long as they define their roles and again, they know what they're responsible for and they've got the same idea in mind and the same end goal and there's no behind the scenes conversations with one set of, like as long as, well, what they have to be is a, is a unit now. And this is a conversation I've had with them, so I don't mind saying it publicly. If you end up having like side groups that have conversations, get rid of those people. They are so useless to what you're doing. Like they are, they are not trying to help. They're just they're they'll be trying to look after themselves. I think in most in most cases. Whereas if you've got one solo goal and you know what that is and you know what it looks like in a, in six months time and what you wanted to be in a year's time and you work towards that as a collective, they'll be they'll they'll be thriving and growing. The consistency is important for them and they've got to like stick with that now. But I think I think what they do is great. Like I, I think what we they've sort of said it themselves, right? What we do is different. We are an entertainment product that focuses around football manager and draft modes, whereas they are a football manager draft mode competition that is entertaining. And they're, and they're not necessarily the same thing. It better be entertaining if I'm finishing last, like I did last Sunday, that's all I'm saying. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you get your rights, to be honest, this, in the same way that I'd be surprised if I did. Like, it's like, why are you, there's no quality being had, is it? <laughs> really, come on. Uh, entertainment, apparently, entertainment boss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then, so you mentioned something there, Ben, and, and I hope you don't mind picking up on it. So you mentioned about being in a call for five hours with them. Yeah. You mentioned being in a call about for about three hours talking about the diversity and the representation. Mm. This is you giving yourself to the community. And a consequence of that is you don't have enough time to make your own content. Is, is there an... Is there, is there a world where you pull yourself back a little bit or is it a case of, look, this is who I am. This is what I do. I feel like I can give all the secrets away this to content creation today. So we're going to do another, we're going to do one that I've talked about with people privately for five years and I've never said, I've never said publicly because it sounds awful, but it's kind of true. And it's something that football manager content creators uh, needed to take. And I spoke to a lot of them and a lot of them applied this and have done really well from it. And the ones that are doing well right now all do this is that you've got to be a bit selfish. Hmm. And that sounds really awful. Like, oh, I'm not supposed to work with other people. It's like, yes, but you also have to make sure that you're like, because one of the things you find is that people often ask people for advice that haven't been there and done it a little bit. So you're just feeding each other's echo chain with the same information that isn't working. And what you actually need to do is just like self-assess, focus on you. And being selfish, it doesn't mean like step on other people. It just means make you the priority. Like, don't worry so much what other people are doing. Like, focus on your stream, you stream, build your community. If you take people from other people's communities and they've, and then I'm, I'm part of like 10 different online communities, right? Whether it be the New York Rangers or Competitive Call of Duty or like the Football Manager community, anything like that. It doesn't mean they can't, I can't, I can share myself around as other people can when it comes to content and I'm watching other, other things. Like people watching this right now, they don't just watch Mr. Diz. Do you know what I mean? No one's doing that. I mean, hopefully, of, it's, it's, even, it's, even, Mrs., <laughs> even Mrs. Diz is like, well, this is a bit much, isn't it? So like there's, there's no way that people think like that yeah. all the time, but focusing on yourself and making yourself the best version. And again, it's, this is so funny. We started today's call and I'm like, I don't really take my own advice. And this is again, classic example, like, mm. I don't really, I don't really do, I don't really do this anymore. Like I'm trying, my mind is like, it's all a bit bigger than me. So let's try and help that along. Otherwise no one's going to do it. <laughs> like, like it's even the Kev cannot be asked. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no way those two are sorted out. Jack can be, but only when he's got time. Whereas I sort of, I don't know. I, t I take on a, I think Kev said it actually. I'll quote Kevin that he doesn't want to do what I do. <laughs> like, Cause he kind of knows 
the rest of it. He doesn't want to do all the all the admin. But he doesn't want to sit in a call for five hours with Mozza. Do you know what I mean? Like, but but I do. I want to I want to talk to them about it. I want to have the conversation about it. And I think being open to that and open to give people advice. And I can't. I wish I could talk to everybody and and reach out to everyone and say like, oh, you should try this out. You should do this. Some people don't want it. Some people think they do and don't. And some people are just. Some some people want it too much. Is mm. that can be a problem as well? That they're so blinded by like what's at the end that they forget the journey to get there, and that's to me is always like the most important bit. But if my own content suffers, then. I guess I'm just depressed for six months. <laughs> Here we are. I, I remember second Here, Here we are. Here we are. I remember at the start of the first ever scouting centre you were on, and I had four or five people give their views on you, didn't I? It was when I was doing preview videos. And I remember mm. second yellow card, his was that you are the dad of the community <laughs> and that you take yeah. on responsibility and that you, you'd always want everyone else to be better and feel better. And I feel like you take that role so seriously. And if anything, for me personally, that seems to be your main job, whether you're paid for it or not. I feel I'm like, not. Yeah. Right now, not. <laughs> so, yeah, you're clearly not paid for it, but that is your main job. But like, like you say, it comes at a consequence where the job that you want to do and that pays the bills and that you know you want success in suffers from that. Like that, the, the, yeah. There has to be a world where you pull back, right? There has to be. Um, Taking your advice as well, like you said, you know. Yeah. And you've given some great advice here, and all these content creators are gonna are gonna watch this, and they're gonna listen to it, and they're gonna be like, oh right, you know what? Great advice. Tick 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 tick, and they're gonna go forward, and they're gonna they're gonna take that advice. But like I said, I think it's it's gotta come to a point where your health, your happiness, your work ethic comes back into. Dr. Benji, right? Uh, if hmm, good question. Um, I don't, I don't know what I think I'm better at anymore. I think I'm really good at doing that role that you talk about, and I think part part of it is like it sounds really i don't know i don't know if it sounds stupid part of it is like i want to be i kind of want to be that guy anyway mm. like i want people to think that it's it's I, I what what i've always wanted with content creation is i want people to think it's something to be proud of and i was really like so so at times i've been accused of taking it all a bit too seriously but i think this is like as much as i've had my struggles with it in the last few like the last year probably I'm so proud of like I'm still proud of what I built up and I'm still proud of like how we've built the showdown and I'm still proud of the fact that so many things have come from like me making videos years ago has probably inspired so many other people and content creators to think do you know what I can do that better than him or I can do that like either either or is fine with me I, I and if I focus on me again is there anyone is there anyone pushing that or can I do or can I do both I don't know maybe I can maybe I'm Maybe I'm being a little bit daft about it. Maybe I can do more. Maybe I can do both sides. And I think pulling back from trying to do everything is is one of my biggest issues. Like I've tried to be YouTuber, content creator, head of the showdown, streamer, influencer, Twitter user, football commentator, like all these things that are like, I've tried to have little bits 
little bits of. And then again, the bit that Slot talks about is obviously I'm Doug's dad <laughs> and Eddie's partner. And there's obviously a family element that like I'm so conscious of not like I don't want to just forget that side of it. Um I wish I, I sorry to repeat myself again. I am genuinely sorry because it gets this is boring in itself. I I don't I don't I don't really know. I don't I don't know where I fit in at the moment. That's that's kind of my problem, is that I could the easy thing, and I, I, this is the thing I like people forget maybe, and it's it's arguably what I probably did with this year, is I just do what I've always done. Like don't take any risks. Do what you've always done. You learn X amount a year. No one's gonna no one's gonna care like as in no one's going to criticize you everything's going to be cool you're not going to take leaps of faith that are going to go wrong you're not going to have to then deal with the consequence of that just plod along everything will be all right it's like being stuck in a job that you're not like loving but you also realize it's just good for everyone else so it's like i'll keep doing this because you know it pays the bills does the job um but i guess what you're sort of what you're sort of saying is that i should i should want more of like the good things i've already achieved I'm kind of are you saying I'm giving up on it a little bit if I don't a little bit and and I also feel like because you've got so many roles it's easier to focus on things like being the community manager than focusing on your own content not an official title by the way yeah. but if I want to pay me for the last five years <laughs> I can send you an invoice um yeah. it's not a problem I reckon 25 grand a year will do it so you tax know, free tax free tax, so well, no, you can tax it if you want probably better to tax it but um but yeah so i'm thinking that because you 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 take on all these hats you wear all these hats it allows you also rather than taking that risk looking at your your youtube you know ripping it apart and and just taking that leap of faith you can bury yourself in the community aspect of it which then allows you to you're still you know you are obviously the head of the table and i mean that when i say that you are the number one person in the football manager community when anything goes wrong anything goes right you know there's a lot that you deserve 100% credit for but i feel like because you've got this multiple facets when things are a little bit difficult in relation to the youtube aspect for instance it's easy for you to still be the number one guy but in a different aspect like the community role uh yeah i think you're, i think that's right i think What's funny is, dude, I don't know how many people know that I feel like this. I'd, I'd like to think no one knew. Until I said something at the end of my video recently, I'd like to think people probably just thought, he's all right. He's fine. Because that's what I'm trying to show off, really. I'm not, this, is, this isn't a side of me I particularly like. I'd, I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, I'm glad I've been able to showcase this side of me. Like, I'm not overly proud of it. Like, I don't think it's something... It's not a, it's not a place... This place, this, the, the mental place I'm in right now is not a place I enjoy being in because ultimately it reminds me of 2013 when I was 22, 23 and I was just a mess. I just thought I didn't have anything going for me. I was, I was, I was as depressed as they come back then and I didn't have any, I had nothing. I did nothing, did nothing and that's why I can't stop. That's why, like, my, my situation now is like I need a plan. I need to figure out what's next, and that's that's it's probably fear to be honest, mate. Like I'm sitting here not knowing what's next, and that scares me more because that's how I felt for five years. I was like, shit, I don't know what comes after this. I don't know what. I can't see the end of what's to come. And again, I think having a goal and something to achieve is cool, 
I never, for part of me never thought I'd I'd complete them. So when we talked about like a hundred thousand subscribers, it was like, yeah, maybe one day. Like maybe when I first started, people were like, yeah, you'll never get to like fifty, mate. It's like mm, we'll see, we'll see how long I stick at this for. Um, and now here we are. So I don't. Know, I feel like you ask me questions, Diz, and I go on tangents about how sad I am every time. <laughs> no, but it's because that's where you are right now, and I feel like part of yeah. improvement is acceptance, and I feel like accepting where you are. And being, and it's a bit different, right? Because we're doing this in, in a bit of a public forum, as in this will be seen by, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna like hundreds and thousands of people, um, but ultimately it's it's accepting where you are to be able to have a plan for the future. I feel like that helped me. So when I was going through quite a lot of stuff, and I and I was, like that's why Scout Center is now t- two times a week. That's why it is where it is now because this allowed me to focus on having goals and help, if that makes sense. And, and I yeah. feel like that's kind of like it's 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 where you are, and there's nothing wrong with being where you are because you've achieved so much. It's okay not to be okay, as 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 the popular phrase goes. But mm. then eventually there has to be a way where we start planning for the comeback because the comeback is always going to be better than the setback. And I genuinely believe that about you. I think you just need to believe it about yourself, though. I hope so. I hope so. And I think you just need to believe that about yourself, though, eventually. And you'll get there. Yeah. I, I can't, like, I can't stop. I have to keep going. Mm. Like, there's not, there's not, that's the, the idea of, like, stopping entirely is not entered my mind. It's the question's really been of what capacity does this carry on with? And I still, like, and the ideas I've got for my YouTube channel are actually sick. Like, I think they'll be great. But right now, they won't be as good as they should be. So my, my, Again, the fear is the unknown of like, oh man, I hope the spark comes back. And it has before. I felt like I, New York was the example. I thought it was before. And I came back and I did Glory Hunter and it banged. And I did AFC Thames and it banged. And it was like, okay, everything's fine. Like we're, we're chilling. But right now, and then the showdown came out of that as well, right? So there was, there was loads that happened beyond me last feeling like this. Um, but it, 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 took me, it took me six months, a year to sort of get over it. Again, it took me going back to New York to sort it out which is not a cheap way of dealing with a problem. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe this is, if Ellie's watching this, we should probably go back. So you know, she, she would be down. I don't think Doug on that flight. Goodness me, definitely not. Um, I was getting, Zealand's got cheap accommodation, I hear. That's true, yeah. yeah right now, Zealand's like, this? Why are you offering I'll my place? Con- Who are you? I'd be concerned I won't get my bags. So you've got to be careful. Uh, very inside joke for those that follow on Twitter. Don't find uh, You'll be fine. Yeah, so... I just, I, I basically, I want, I want some answers. I think this is, this conversation is probably helping a little bit to get them. And again, I do, I feel, I almost feel guilty to people watching this that, because there will be people, there's some people that said it before that think like, it's a bit of a worries me act. Like he's complaining about making football manager videos. And, but I, I, what I think probably has come out of this conversation is that probably, hopefully, because perception is part of the battle as well, right? Because you don't have to, to answer things that aren't true hopefully people realize that it's so much more than just that like it's not that like again that the easy option would be just to record some videos and loads of youtubers get stuck in that by the way of doing videos that they're not that happy with but ultimately again pay the, the bills, bills. Yeah. yeah so it's like whatever and i've and i've all the videos i've ever done like while making them i'm like this is this is great fun like when i sit down to record and i'm like gear myself up to do a video i love doing the video it's just that bit when I'm editing it. Like, I look back at myself and I'm like, man, are you happy doing this? Mm. Like, I'm not sure, man. I, I'm not. 
It's hard to know. And I see, like, because I, I see that side of, I see that side in people quicker than your average person. I think anyone that's been through it, like, has been through like depression or whatever, can see that quickly. Mm. And what's weird is when you see it in yourself, and you're like, oh, hang on a minute, <laughs> that's not cool. Let me people watch this now again, man. He's struggling. You're not wrong. <laughs> you've, you've nailed me. So, yeah, it's a funny old thing, and it is content creation. I also giving, think it's giving you giving you a hobby. So. <laughs> I want to make this my full time thing, but it, it goes back to. <laughs> I also think it goes back to where if people are saying, "Woe is me." The amount of work that goes into planning a video, recording the video, editing the video, releasing the video, titling the video, thumbnailing the video, and then also all the promotion you've got to do for that video. And that's just one video. Yeah. It's a job. Now, people can say it's a dream job. Not for it, Z. He yeah. just records it, <laughs> isn't it? He, he just swans up to it. He works five hours a day. He does the titles. Him. He does the descriptions. He's involved. <laughs> he does. He does. That's but, true. That's true. But... but then you know it's a lot of work and and yes it is a dream job in comparison but luke omega luke said it he's never worked harder for his dream job yeah. and i think that you know the woe is me stuff it's it's just i don't know i think people need to understand what's being done and then also because you're self-employed how much how much how much is rely, reliant on that video doing really well yeah I don't know if you can hear a plane going over my house. No. <laughs> Apologies. Um, probably pick it up on the overall recording. I think we recorded one of these once, and I was like, if you can hear Doug crying, I'm really yeah. sorry. And you were like, no, it's fine. And I watched you... it back about two weeks ago, and I was like, you can hear everything he says? Um, no, I couldn't hear him, but yeah, then afterwards, when I was editing it, I was like, oh, right, yeah, you could hear Doug. Yeah, yeah, he's so loud. He's the loudest thing in the room. Since um, then, we've got Proudy involved. I was like, Proudy, uh, post. Post. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. If anything, proudy. If you want to add in camera flashes from our window, that would be sick, actually. Um, so yeah, I, sorry, I don't know the question. I, was, I knew I could play with proudy's editing for a moment, there, so I got very distracted. No, um, I think I was just trying to say that ultimately there is a lot of work that's involved in content creation. It isn't just a case of you sit down, yeah. and you play Football Manager, and it's good. Then there's also the fact of. Football manager, you have to play the game. So there might be times where you don't feel like playing it, but you have to play the game to get the content. It's it's not just you sit down and record the videos and it's a dream job. No. I was saying that other people, like Omega Luke had said in his interview, it's a dream job, but he's never worked harder. Yeah. Like it's enabled things like the showdown, right? This sort of thing. It's enabled me to meet some amazing people. I've gone to, I've been to Football Manager six or seven times. Like these are things that as a thirteen year old it'd be like, Wow, this is how has this how are these opportunities even sprung up? I've done some super cool things. It's allowed me to go to New York. It's allowed me for, for me to propose to my girlfriend in Central Park. It's allowed me to do these things that I never thought I'd get to do or be in a position to do, especially when I was going through those years of, of sadness. So there is that side of it. And of course, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Like, and again, that's people watching, subscribing, donating, supporting me on Patreon, watching the videos regularly, all this sorts of stuff, right? Which are, without those people supporting it, none of that happens either. So, and I don't want to, get beyond that like without people watching and caring and supporting nothing happens but there is the other side to it that and for anyone that wants to do it full time like don't just think it's a walk in the park easy fun you like i remember when the the best example is sort of like when the other competition started after the showdown and the showdown was like why aren't you including this person that person that person and i'm sitting back and i'm saying to everyone else you give it a year everyone will be saying it to them and now look what you got like it happens all the time i see it all the time and people say it to them like why are you not including this person where's this person it's like there you are you definitely hear that plane proudly yeah. so oh. good luck editing that out i'll tell you what <laughs> fly me charlie <laughs>
No, but yeah. So it's it, right, they're it, fast. They go over quick. <laughs> it's a matter of judgment without being in those shoes. And then when you're in those shoes, you start to realise what actually goes on. Yeah. Which is good. Like, which is why having conversations like this, I suspect, is good for that. Um, and it's partially why we did the, the cool down on the showdown, right? We wanted people to understand what went in behind it. Because again, it's a lot easier to deal with criticism if you just go, watch this. If we still disagree, then we kind of did two hours on this. I can't really explain it anymore. Um, so that was really beneficial to us. To do to do that, and again, it's beneficial to do this sort of thing. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to scare. I don't, part of me, I don't want to scare people. I don't want people to think that I'm going to go away forever and that'll be that, and or like I'm going to do something worse than that. Like I'm, I'm okay. I'm just. I'm, I'm sure loads of people go through it in their lives with loads of different things, especially with the way the world is at the moment, right? Whether that be the economy or health or anything like that. I'm sure everyone's going through a struggle and and something that's getting them down, and someone that's been there before i knew that the thing that got me out was to keep going and so i cut so i've kind of got the blueprint of well i'm going to keep going then and i suspect it will be fine like you can't worry about what's not happened you have to try and focus on what's going to happen so that's sort of where i'm at right now but figuring that bit out doesn't just happen sadly i can't just go right we're there i have to there has to be a bit of a process for me to decide this is where it should go this is what it should look like because I want people to be excited about what I do. Mm. I want I want to be excited about what I do, but I want people that what people that have committed. Like I talk about these people that have made it possible. I want them to commit to what I do, and the way that I do it. And I, but I also want sort of two parting, two different points here. Weirdly, at the same point. But I also feel like creators that are thinking of doing this full time or wanting to do this full time. I know a lot of creators watch this. Like it is hard. And again, I'm and I'm what. <sighs> I go back to I said it earlier on. Go back to what I said when someone from Football Manager reached out to me and asked how I was doing, and I said I could probably find it on my phone somewhere. I said, I said like I'm finding out so much that no one's ever had to find out before in regards to Football Manager content creation, and that's really difficult. Like to to, to be the first person to to be at this year in content creation full time, and no one's like no one's been here before, so I'm having to deal with different elements of it. And I suspect all the other creators like, will have those moments and will have will have had some of them as well and will have had these insecurities. And the big thing with online is don't let anybody know about them. <laughs> like they'll be used against you. They'll come back. Like be careful. And I can't I can't I can't hide it anymore. I don't want to hide it anymore. It's too it's too uh painful's the wrong word. It's too it's too much effort, frankly. It's too stressful. It's too much pressure. I think that's one of the things I've always admired about you is the fact that you are so open about speaking about some of the struggles in relation to content creation, in relation to mental health. And I feel like that's what makes or sets apart you because it's easy to go brand Dr. Benji in circumstances like this and literally, like you say, you're churning it out. But I feel like you're helping people by being open and honest as to this is what happens. This is content creation. This is the pressure it can bring on you these are the situations you can find yourselves in and i always feel like that's helped a lot of people hopefully hopefully it makes them look out for them mm. i don't think you can stop them from happening but i hope people can look out for them and i think that that's so to me that's the that's the important bit of that is that like the, a lot of a lot of the things in content creation can't be prevented because they're just part of the journey of becoming a content creator and i could talk about being a content creator again take away all the football manager elements of it i could talk about being a content creator 
forever like I know, I know there's people that have got to millions of subscribers but again there aren't many people that have had the journey that i've had in that i started when i was 16 and and we talked about that last, i think we talked about it last time right i watched by burnham special mm. it was a year ago because it's, it's been out just just over a year now and like he 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 managed just to sum up a lot of my feelings in songs and it's really because he's very similar age to me and me and him could tell the content story. We could do a great podcast, me and Bo Burnham. Not that he would be, I don't think he'd fancy it, but like we'd do a great podcast in that we could talk about what it's like to be a 16 year old doing this, but what it's like to be a, t so, so it's the process of like being 10 mm. and not having the internet, being 16 and being like first to the internet. It felt like at 16 or whatever, but it was like broadbanded, widely available and everyone was on it. Then to create content on the internet that was viewable to anyone and everyone, and then for it to sort of peter out and and fail and not be quite so good and it and it like not quite be what you thought it would be and then for it to really do exactly what you wanted it to do and that not be enough and like that's that's a really interesting element of it because the idea is that you get to a point where everything's great and and i'd love to do a documentary one day on all the youtubers that have got a million subscribers that haven't made a video in five years mm. i bet they're fascinating i bet the stories they've got and the tales they tell and they and those stories for me should be everywhere because the amount of people now that have got TikTok accounts with thousands of followers or twitter accounts that don't understand the pitfalls of what it takes to be a creator and the amount of school kids that want to do this as a career they're only seeing mr beast right they're only they're only seeing like the guys at the very top they're only seeing the side men and while they do great stuff and it's not on them to have these conversations i do think I know, I know so many moms and dads that have got kids that want to do this, right? That want to do, want to be a YouTuber, want to be an influencer, want to be on Love Island, do all the things that are exciting. In the same way that we wanted to be Blue Peter presenters, do you know what I mean? It's that sort of thing. And they don't, and they're not. I, the last time I had this conversation seriously was with the hairdressers. Weirdly enough, she said, "Like, what? What would you like? When did you? Well, my son wants to be a YouTuber. I was like, tell him not to, <laughs> tell him to focus on his GCSEs. But it's, but it's a conversation that." It's only, it's only being had if you want to hear it. So I hope you've been tricked. People watching this, <laughs> you've been tricked into hearing it a little bit. But, but it's also not, it's not just for creators, this conversation. It's also a conversation for people that are watching so they can understand that it's bigger than just like the creator. You have a massive impact on a creator. One email, one message can change a creator's week, month, year. Like Bo, Bo Burnham did one special on Netflix and, it's, and it sent me into six months of panic attacks. Like, not that he did it on purpose, but the influencing which you have on your fellow creators and fellow people that do stuff online, where, again, it's a very insecure place at times. Like, I think, and it, and it, to round it off a little bit, and like, it goes into Twitter as well. One tweet can ruin someone's day, but the, but another tweet can make it. And that's something that needs to be a bit considered more. It's a bit, there's the whole thing of like, be kind to one another. This is where someone clips up me telling someone on my stream to fuck off because they've said something about <laughs> Jordan Henderson. But but that's like, hopefully that's entertaining at the time. But it's a it's a broader point about like how we view content and if it's a safe space and if it is a safe space, maintaining that. And if it's not what we do to at least educate people, like people have to make their own choices and their decisions. And I'm not saying don't do this. I'm just saying be aware of the pitfalls and whether that be football manager or makeup tutorials or ASMR or cleaning drains out. Shout out to my boy who does that. He's great. I forget his name, but he's wonderful. Um, like all, all, all these different genres and areas of content, which then lead to it being a career. 
It's not as simple as just turn it on, turn it off. It doesn't work like that. No, and I think that's a great place to end. Ben, Ben, thank you so much for firstly being the first ever three-time guest on the Scouting Centre, for always making time for me, for your advice, and also always being so open. Like, I don't think many people are as open or especially about being vulnerable. So I really appreciate that. That's sensible. That's smart people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, that, th thank you very much. For anyone that got to this point in the video, thank you for watching it as well. Um, yeah, make sure you give you give this a subscription because he does these sorts of interviews with loads of people, not just me. So if you come from me and you've enjoyed it, make sure you uh, you subscribe to Diz and you'll see plenty more of this sort of thing. So no, thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. And viewers, uh, how, much do I, how much do I owe you? That, 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 that session. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll call this one free. The next one, no, no, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. If I'm on for a fourth time, it's going to be costly. <laughs> you I'm will be on for a fourth time. <laughs> but yeah, viewers, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Some great advice from Dr. Benji. And as the good doctor says, as Ben says, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, leave comments below. Let me know who you want on future episodes and let me know what your favorite part of this interview was. But also, Make sure you drop that subscription button. I'll see you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.